Enhorabuena, Atlético. Campeones de la Liga. Bienvenido al podcast de fútbol del turno de noche. Welcome to the Night Shift Football Podcast, episode 16. We've got a new champion in Spain. We've got a new champion in France. We've got some Champions League spots up for grabs in Italy and England. It's all wrapped up. Season's done. Dusted. Thanks for listening. Goodbye. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> Welcome to the Night Shift Football Podcast. Tom, do you want to join in? Yeah. I was just considering how we're the only bilingual football podcast in Australia. Bilingual? Yeah. This introduction makes us so. We're getting our diversity quotas in check. I don't know if that counts. We'll take it. I like it. New Spanish champions, Sam. New Spanish champions. How good? Well, old new, I suppose. It's not like it's their first ever championship, is it? But it's pretty monumental. No. Um, yeah. Did you catch any of this Saturday night? I did all the games on at once. Didn't see it live, but it was nice. Um, it was good news to wake up to. It was excellent. Um, I stayed up to watch... Uh, a roller coaster for a while there with Atletico going behind 1 0. Because uh, the team they were playing, Real Valladolid, were also, they were trying to avoid relegation. Oh, so it went down to the wire um, there too. So they were, they were needing to win to avoid relegation, but even a win uh, probably wouldn't have been enough in the end because of other results. But Atletico went in at half time 1 0 down, as did Real Madrid in the other game. And as it stood, they would have been champions anyway. But they turned it around, got the win which meant the Real Madrid fixture didn't matter. And there were absolute scenes after the game. Excellent. I love it when a Real Madrid fixture descends into just meaningless action. And it's funny because they came back, scored that last minute winner. Um, I, I remember I saw on the, the commentary for that Letty game, like, well, they've got 10 seconds now to hold on to this lead. They don't want to fuck it up from here. But no, scenes after the match. Just jubilation. Um, trivia time. Do you know the last time... A non-Barca or Real Madrid side won it. And who it was? Uh, was it? It was Atletico Madrid, wasn't it? It was Atletico. Yeah. Uh, 2016? bit earlier. It's been that it long. Was, it was 13-14. I remember that game where they wrapped it up at the Nul Camp with Diego Godin scored, the veteran Uruguayan. Do you know Beast. the last time a side other than... Real Madrid, Barcelona, or Atletico Madrid won the league in Spain. I, no, I don't know. I'll just be guessing. And I'm going to say uh, Valencia in the 90s. It was Valencia. It was 2003 04. Oh, shit. So there you go. Um, oh, wicked. Yeah. Good guess, man. Put me on your quiz team. No worries. Done. Um, but yeah, great to see someone other than Real or Barca win it. And this Atletico side, like we spoke about last week, has so many great stories in it. So many great players. Um, that you can just be so happy for. Uh, Marcos Llorente, the midfielder, not really wanted by Madrid, not getting much first-team football left, so he'd get game time, went to Atletico, wins the league. Suarez, too old, too slow. Barcelona, yep. offloaded, wins the league. Pushed and out. And plays an in- instrumental role in it. Yeah, he was integral over the last 10 games especially. He was, he was excellent. Um, lots of winning goals, lots of pulling them out of the fire. Equalizers yep. last week, massive. Uh, yeah, and all black in goals. Kieran Trippier, the right back. Another Spurs player. An absolute, yeah. He has to be an absolute lock for the England right back position. It would probably be, it would be really disrespectful not to. Um, he, yeah, he's a better player than Wan-Bissaka, surely. Uh, yeah, I think so. Um, we're going to try and I think in the coming weeks we'll try and get into the Euro squads. 
yeah, lots delve, into the, delve into the squads a bit because I think everyone's pretty excited for this Euro Championships after it was delayed a year. Lots to mull over for um, sure. So we'll definitely go over that. Trippier in there. Um, another one, Angel Correa. He's been Atletico for quite some time. Um, just kind of plugs away, does his job, scores goals, scores the odd goal. Um, excellent for him. Yannick Carrasco we spoke about last week coming back from China. Just on, just on Correa quickly, scored a wicked goal this morning. Oh, sorry, on uh, the weekend, I mean. Yes, he did. Excellent. The, the, the toe bunger. Brilliant. The do you think it was an improvisation? You think it was a toey? I look like. I think he toeyed it, but it was. Like got his foot down. Anyway. Uh, maybe, but either way, it's just the improvisation. Brilliant run. Just the, a willingness and an absolute desire to score the goal was. F- if you if there's one goal I'd check out, that was that would be it. Well, that yeah, without that, they would not have won the league. And um, you know, at a crucial time, one 0 down in the second half, uh, they needed something special to get them back into it, and that was it. Um, was a FIFA beast for a while there as well. Yeah, yeah. Hell young, massive Ultimate potential. pace. Yep. Yeah. Um, Koke, another one in that midfield. Excellent. Um, yep. Sal Niguez, big fan of. Hard, strong Koke. Yep. Yep. Really resolute yep. player. Lots of resilience. Yes. Yeah. You've made your point. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's a great team. Uh, was Simeone yep. there when they won it in 2013? Has he been there that long? Uh, I have no idea. It feels no. so long ago. It does. It kind of is. So I can't remember. I don't think he was. No, that would be too long, right? But was, I don't, I'm not sure. That team is so different now. But, yeah. Seems there you go. Congrats, happy. Atletico. Yeah. Good to see, man. Brilliant. The scenes on the final whistle, I'm sure everyone's seen it by now, but the pictures of Suarez with his phone in tears at the end. I absolutely love it. So yeah. good. Well deserved. Just He's, a team of warriors, basically. He got the winning goal after a uh, former Adelaide player, Sergi Guardiola, Came on for Valladolid and went to pass it back to a centre back and just completely mishit it. Wonderful assist. Sent Suarez through one on one on one, and he tucked it away. Of course, he was just always going to. Yeah, the commentator made a mention. He said, um, "He said, is there any other player in the world you would have wanted running in on goal in this situation?" And I actually like. <laughs> I kind of think I could think of maybe three or four others <laughs> I would prefer, but Suarez is, you know, ben he's, Halloran. he's worthy. Suarez is worthy. Suarez is mentionable, sure. He's mentionable. Who would be yours? Uh, well, absolute now, number one. Now bank. that he's lost his pace a little, it's, you know, um, I'd be taking, obviously, your Messi, Ronaldo, Lewandowski, Aguero, I think, running in one-on-one with the keeper like that. Yeah, Suarez. Lev is a good. I one. was a little worried because Suarez was uh, the defender was closing in on him real quickly because he doesn't have the legs, and he was straying kind of to the left. Is, is he right footed? He's right footed. I'm pretty sure, straying onto his left, and it was just getting to that point where you could just see the keeper maybe able to close the angle and save it. But nah, buries it. Buries Atletico, it. Atletico win the title. Fucking nuts of steel that guy. Yep, excellent. That's great. I'm really, uh, really more than anyone. I'm pleased for. For Suarez, yeah, absolutely. I, I, yeah, I don't know. I'm pretty happy for a lot of those players. We got some good players on that side that I like following. So, there you go. Can they go back to back now? Big ask. Will they keep most of this team together? I'm not sure. They'd have to be. I think a few would be. Uh, you know, on the cusp of getting purchased somewhere else. Maybe I don't know. Um, There's not too much bigger you can go from Spanish champions. Especially because they'll compete um, like to the latter no, stages just, of the Champions League. It'll just League. come down to in terms of how much wage some of these players want. You know, they win the league and they want to cash in and get rich. 
make bank. So we'll, we'll have to see how that pans out, but I'm not sure. It's not really like the um, economic conditions to, for a player to be going out trying to make bank like that. I think there's discussions of um, big name players taking pay cuts or just forfeiting money that was probably owed to them on furlough or whatever. Yep. Um, there could be a lot in this space coming well, up over on the that, next few months. If you want to talk about... Uh, it, is it, would you consider it a disaster for Barcelona to finish third? I'm not sure. I don't think that their revenue streams from Spain come predominantly from the league. It's from the TV money, isn't it? And it's like disproportionately weighted towards Real Madrid and Barcelona. It's it is. Like massively. a huge percentage. Yeah. So I think in terms of prize money, um, I don't think it's going to affect them overly. I don't know for sure. But no. the difference between I mean, first um, and third in if Spain. If we're talking about players and they're, like you were saying, like taking cuts or... Um, I think like in terms of wages, they'll still be in the Champions League, won't they? So yeah, they will. Uh, um, we had this. I wonder if it will. It may. It may force one or two players to look elsewhere. Maybe go and try and be the best player in a different team and take the most money in that team. Are you talking roster. about Atletico? Oh, talking I'm about talking about Barcelona, Barcelona players. Yeah, yeah. Um, so we were talking about this yesterday at the at the local game at the Sunday league. We're talking about uh, talking about Barcelona and um, really. I think we've mentioned on here before, but Messi has to probably take some of the blame for them not being able to build a squad around him because every year he keeps making his contract bigger and bigger but complains they won't build a team around him. It's outrageous. If they wanted to, if he stays there, which I think it's looking like he probably will, um, he surely has to take a cut so they can spend some of that money on other players. Definitely. He really is hogging too much of the revenue stream for Barcelona at the moment. Yeah. And you are right, it's, it's handicapping them. Cause who can, that's why they're bringing in players like, um, what's his name, Braithwaite. Because like, yeah. he's quick, easy, wants to play for the club, won't come on too high a fee. Yeah. They've made some, um, they made some like, drastic transfers as well with like, getting rid of Suarez because he was too old, but now they're looking at Aguero, who's I think it's a done deal. same age. They've also, they did that swap where they traded uh, Arthur to Juve, mm-hmm. a young kid who's an absolute gun traded him away for Pjanic who was 33 like just stupidity really on their part so it looks like they have been making quick fix like short term transfers rather than trying to build a proper long term team yeah I mean was it Neymar it's all it's all made more complicated by the Neymar situation I think they feel Barcelona a little bit aggrieved as well they felt like they put the time and effort into a Neymar, maybe Messi, Suarez combination, and when he left, it sort of threw everything up in the air a little bit. Yeah, might have diminished um, player sponsorship fees and stuff like that as well. Maybe I think they've gone a bit. It got a bit ridiculous because um, once you have obviously that team has won so much, and so when they win, they want to get paid more, and then when Messi gets paid more, your others, you like your Busquets, your PKs, your Jordi Albers. They all want their little increase as well. And so now you've got this you've got this squad of players who are on ridiculous wages across the board. Titanic wages. Massive wages. And um, it's a massive problem for them to fix, especially in COVID times. This is, I mean, and this is where the Super League thing stemmed from, was, a look, was these big European clubs looking at a way to consolidate their revenue. But it's their own fault. It is their own it's their fault. their own problem. Yeah, they've yeah. made a rod for their own back. And there comes a time where, yeah, you've just got to start shipping players out so that you are financially more secure 
It's yep. not. There's no two ways about it. Just like everyone else. How about you just spend, like we said a few weeks ago, just spend less than you make. Like, yeah. Stop trying to spend more than you actually earn. So, um, do you want to leave it there with Spain? What do you think about Real, Real Madrid? Uh, good uh, season for them? Going all the way down to the last game, fighting it out? They, it's really weird because it, a long way through the season, it, like, for a lot of the season, it felt like they were having an absolute disaster. That's why but I'm in the end, saying. it came down to the last day and they could have still won it. So I don't know if that just maybe reflects on um, them and Barcelona both having poor seasons. Kind of plays into Atletico's hands. And then Atletico... Atletico probably didn't perform a whole lot better than they would any other season. Mm. But uh, the amount of points Rao and Barca dropped along the way massively helped. Yeah, the overall points total this season was way down on previous yeah. years. So... There you go. Which is a feature of a lot of the leagues, actually. A lot of the top five leagues. I wouldn't know. I never tend to take much notice of the points totals. I think Bayern were the only one that sort of held true this season. Yep. But I think that feeds nicely into El Francais. Yeah. Well, just finish up there with a big congrats to Atletico. (laughs) Um, You know they can't see that, right? No, they can't see it. I did like (laughs) a stupid hand gesture. Good on them. Happy for them. Also, very, very happy for Lille. Lille. In France. My favourite team to say. Lille. Am I happy for Lille as much as I am just happy it's not PSG? It's the second thing you it's said. the second one, isn't it? I'm just happy it's not PSG. Because it could have been Although, any, it could have been any fr- uh, French side that won it. It could have. PSG. I think um, Lille maybe more so than if it was a Lyon or, you know. What, why is that? Lyon or Monaco. Oh, Lille, Monaco perhaps, yeah. Well, Lyon won like Lyon. 10 in a row. Yeah, but that was a while ago. It's fun a to while see. Ago now. It's fun to see a sleeping giant resurface. Yeah, I think it's more fun to see a team like Lille get up and win it. I suppose they did win it ten years ago. Yeah, Montpellier won it. They did in that period as well. They um, did, yeah, twenty twelve or something. And then since then, it's just been a PSG dominance. Yeah, and now along comes Lille and upsets it, and it's it's amazing. It's so refreshing to see. And again, scenes at the final whistle of a combination of coaches, teams, officials. Yeah. Um, celebrating something that you just didn't think was going to happen. No, no. Um, they got the job done this. Uh, we're recording Monday again, so they got the job done this morning. Monday morning, two-one over Angers. They were tuning up for a lot of the game. Pretty much had it in the bag. They were just enjoying out the final minutes. Yeah, Angers got a late one to make it a little nervy, and had to cling on for a minute or two. But all was good in the end. All was good. It's nice. No, it's a little slap in the face right at the end. Just like, we're not there yet. Yeah. Got to be professional. See this yep. out. See it out. Oh, um, it would have just been brutal if they had somehow dragged another one back given PSG did win. Yeah. That, yeah. Uh, I didn't even take much notice of the PSG game. I know they won. Pretty two-nil, comfortably. 2 against Brest. Couple of penalties. No issues. Yeah. Um, just like the Atletico side, there's a few good stories in this, uh, this Lille side. I don't know too much about their squad, but... Um, the former Southampton defender is in there, José Font. José Font. Who is 37 years old, the Portuguese defender. Fucking hell, so I don't man. think I don't know if he'll make an appearance at the Euros. Fine wine. Has he... Mm, he wasn't we'll in the squad this morning, but yeah. he's played... He's pl- he's I know he's recently. definitely played game. He's played a few games over the last few years for Lille. Another one, um, you remember Renato Sanchez? I do. Oh, Bayern, Bayern Munich. Munich. And yes. then was on loan at Swansea and... Um, the English, so weird. the English media, in their typical fashion, tore him to pieces. 
saying he's not good enough for the league, blah, 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 blah. Yeah, as a child, man. Did not yeah. give him any time. Now, he's been at Lille uh, for a couple of seasons now, Bayern sold him, and now he's a league champion. Brilliant. Great turnaround. Excellent. It's really just an inspirational story of perseverance, persistence, and not listening to the English media. Pretty much. But right, Yilmaz, who we've talked about a few times, we're not doing it this week. No. My favourite... Yilmaz! <laughs> My favourite Turkish striker. <laughs> yeah. He's, um, like, what is he? What did I say he was? He's like 35 years old. We could Google this, but I'm not going to. No, I think I he's like 35. To think he's 35. Yeah. And he's banged in a lot of goals this year. He scored again this morning from the spot to wrap up the title. So there you go. That's Lil. Congrats. Congrats. Um, which of their um, players do you think are in for a Super League contract? Go on one of those. Uh, Jonathan David, maybe. You reckon? Where's he off to? Not sure. Okay, but definitely one to look out for. I'm just saying, like, I think just Lil more so than Atletico because they're pretty big as it is, but Lil are more likely to be pillaged after this season. For sure. Um, it reminds me of their title win 10 years ago. Yeah. When they had a team full of stars. Lots of players that ended up going on and having great Premier League careers. Players like, uh, let's see if you remember these, Matthew Debushi. Matthew Debushi, yeah. Newcastle and Arsenal. True, yep. Uh, Adrisa Gay. Uh, is that Everton at the moment? Uh, was it Everton? He's at PSG now. Was that PSG? That's yeah. right, sorry. Was it Everton? Was it Everton? Yep. Uh, Johan Kabayi. Was uh, part of the Lille Championship side. Yeah, another Newcastle. Newcastle. Yep, Johan Kabay. Didn't he play for Arsenal for a little bit as well? No. No, was it I Everton? Not sure. I think he did get another move. He might have had a spell at Milan as well. Uh, one Pierre-Eric Aubameyang. Emmerich Aubameyang? Yep. <laughs> That's what I said. Was he in that little team? Yeah. There you go. Uh, he was actually on loan uh, to Milan at this season. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah, so yep. he didn't play. Uh, going through the list, dude. There's heaps of these. Javinho. Uh, yep, Javinho was definitely there. I remember that. And probably the one that stands out the most, Eden Hazard. Wow, there you go. So that was a stack. Team. Forgotten about it. Yeah. Fucking stack team, man. So yeah, definitely keep a lookout for a few of these players making their mark on the Premier League. Yep. Because sure. all of them went to the Premier League. So in 10 years' time, we'll look back and say, this little side. <laughs> when they do it again in 10 years, because everything's in a cycle. Yep. Um, there you go. Congrats, Lille. Excellent. I was just going to... That reminded me just then as well. I forgot to touch on um, poor old Thomas Partey at Arsenal, mm. who was left Atletico. Oh, of course. This season. Everyone that's jumped ship and made the move. <laughs> Lucas Torreira. Went on loan from Arsenal to Atletico <laughs> and, has, and, and has won the league. It's banked into the league. Yeah, there you go. There you go. So that's all France. Beauty. Done. Uh, how did it, yeah, how it's did, been a good year. It's been a good year, man. It's great. So many good highlights to check out. I can't wait to see it with fans back, though. It has been. Of all the stadiums, France has looked the most uh, kind of echoey and empty, I think. Yeah. There's just something about their coverage. Yeah. Sort of enhanced that a little bit more. Mm. They don't seem to have the fake crowd noise and stuff as much either. No. I Italy? How did Italy go? You can go to Italy. Uh, well, Was I think there more upsets? There's a lot of unhappy Serie A fans this morning, I think. Uh, salty. So I should say non-Juve fans. Yes. Salty. Uh, because Juve have managed to pull off a Champions League berth, but not at the expense of Milan, as everyone thought it would be. Yeah. Milan pulled off a shock 2-0 win away to... 
Atalanta. Uh, well, Pen, Pen Milano, they've been called in Italy a lot this year. <laughs> they've had so many penalties. You think Manchester United have had a lot of penalties. This Milan side has built a season on them. But they got two penalties this morning against Atalanta. For a 2-0 win. <laughs> For a 2-0 win. Oh, I'd be ropeable. Both tucked away by Frank Kessier. Kessier! Who has... Good he, season. He'd almost have double digits, I think, this year. Just From on penalties yeah. alone. <laughs> um, but yeah, so they got up, um, which meant... Juve, the only way Juve could make Champions League was if Napoli somehow failed to win at home against Verona. And, well, what do you know? Napoli somehow failed to win at home to Verona. They drew one all. Um, they miss out on the Champions League. Should Juve I, make it. Should I get my tinfoil hat out? Rigged or shit? Yep. You know, rigged? You reckon Gennaro Gattuso? Gennaro Gattuso, who's on his way out of Napoli regardless, exactly. has he maybe has, has sabotaged. <laughs> they drew one all, so, you know, I'm yeah. sure they tried. It's a believable sabotage. That's what it is. is. It? Get one nil up and then throw the game away <laughs> what about and lock the players? it down. What about the players that want to play Champions League? Huge payoff. Just paid off. Yep, they're all going to go to Juve Ju- anyway. Juve, who apparently have no money, paid them off. Look, I don't... If you believe what their chairman says. Exactly. That could all be smokescreen and lies. <laughs> He, no, he probably just invested in crypto. Uh, pro- yeah, probably. Yep. Yeah. Buy in the dip, Sam. Buy in the dip. So there you go. So they uh, Napoli, unfortunately, move into Europa League with Lazio. Uh, so it ended up being pretty predictable in the end. Did well, Milan finish well, second? No, because Milan finished second. That's pretty nice. And Inter finished first. Atalanta third. So that's, you know, the last few years, that would be Juve on top comfortably. And then it's kind of fight between the next teams behind them. But okay. Uh, another top four finish for Atalanta shouldn't be go unnoticed. That's huge. They are a small club. Mm-hmm. They're very small financially. They when they were in the Champions League a couple of years ago or last year, they didn't have, they couldn't play their home games in Atalanta because their stadium isn't up to UEFA standards. So they're playing their home games in Milan. Oh, that's dicey. Um, yeah, well, because uh, was, was Milan's like a forty-minute drive away from Bergamo. Okay. So they would was the play stadium their home too game. small. No, it's, uh, it's like the uh, seating and stuff. It's lots of terracing. Oh, right. And uh, stuff like that. So, so it doesn't meet, the, doesn't meet the compliance standards. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, I thought it was like derelict or something. <laughs> no. Like run no. down. It's a fire hazard. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But yeah, huge result for them. And that's it. They've got a great squad as well with a lot of exciting players to watch. I like them. And I, for some reason now, I consider Atalanta as like a mainstay in the top six of, the, yeah. of Italy. So yeah. I guess when I looked at the table, then I was like, "Yeah, they should be third. Like that's that's yep. where they finish." They um their manager uh, Gasparini, he's kind of he gets outspoken a lot over there, but um lots of people don't like him. But he's just because he's one of those brutally honest guys. But his Atalanta <laughs> side plays such exciting football all the time. They try to play. They try to score goals. They play with this mentality of like you know if you score, we're just going to score more, which is great. It's so good to watch. You couldn't ask for much more out of a, a smallish football team. That's how you compete. Yep. You don't do a Burnley or a Brighton. You don't sit in and lock it down. Yep. Come on, man. Have some invention. Should just note as well, uh, Inter capped off their monumental season with a 5-1 demolition of Udinese at home. Beautiful. Ashley Young scored. Christian Eriksen scored. <laughs> Romelu Lukaku scored. <laughs> Three ex-Premier League players. Uh, Lautaro Martinez and Ivan Perisic also scored. Five different goal scorers. They're having a go. party, man. They're having yeah, a party. Absolutely. Uh, deservedly so. They've been excellent. What did they win it by? 12 points or something in the end? 
That's a demolition. Uh, yeah, 12 points over Milan. Very comfortable. Yep. So that's all for Italy. That was good. I had, a f- I had fun watching Italy. This I watched it more probably for the pod than I would usually. Yeah. Well, as, as you know, great I time. love this league. Yeah. I watch a lot of it. But um, it's great to see those. It would have been more exciting if the, top, if the title fight went down to the end. But it's not too bad seeing Inter went like someone other, again. Like in France, not seeing PSG. It was good not to see Juve win it. Break up the dominance. And not even just not win it, but not be, be fighting, scrapping for a Champions League spot. Like, yeah. On the last day as well. Not like they were so. playing the Man United role and they just sat comfortably yeah. in second all season. Mm. I mean, I looked at, you know, um, it may not have been as exciting, the title race, but it kind of had uh, remnants of the Man City win and that you looked at this team, head and shoulders was the best in that division. Yep. And you're, you're not begrudgingly giving them the league or anything and you're not saying, oh, it's a blowout. It's a bad blowout. It's just like this team was clearly the best team and they deserve it. So, yeah. Absolutely. They were excellent. Um, Juve, not the only defending champion to scrap for a Champions League spot on the final day, though. True that. <laughs> if we want to move across to... Do like that segue? That was, England? that was a really good segue. Yeah, I was thinking about it for a while. I was trying to link it in there with the City thing. I was like, yeah, we could just sort of... But no, no that was great. I did it. Got there. Yeah. It's always good to give ourselves a pat on the back when we do a good pod <laughs> moment, too. So Liverpool have got their way. Oh, are you talking about Liverpool? No. <laughs> Liverpool have got their way. They've slutted their way into the Champions League spots. Um, did you catch much of last night's final wrap-up of the Premier League? I did for about half an hour. Yeah, also, I got to about half-time, the goal rush. Yeah. Um, I wanted to get up earlier this morning instead to catch the uh, France and Italy kind of happenings instead. It was more important, but... Um, it was, because I guess they are... It felt more important to me. I just, yeah... Haven't watched heaps of Premier League this season, and um, yeah, the writing was kind of on the wall for Leicester over the last few weeks. Uh, going into this, I didn't actually see them beating Spurs, and that's exactly how it went. So, mm. uh, I didn't see Villa beating Chelsea though. That was an upset. I did not see Villa beating Chelsea, and uh, I didn't really see Leicester losing to Spurs either. How come? I thought they could maybe draw, but I, I genuinely thought Leicester were gonna win like win that just had too much to play for and Spurs not really anything to play for except for maybe farewelling some yeah. players but yeah dis- disappointing because I really wanted this Leicester side to play Champions League football with again. crowds next season again they again. deserved yeah. it again like this is a few it's becoming almost a, a cultural club thing yep. to get so close and then miss out just ever so slightly yep so they what are they slipped down to into fifth but they would be joined by West Ham in the Europa League. Unreal. Who would have thought? Unreal. They only finished two points out. Like, that's... Yeah. Incredible. But again, to go so close, because they were in the top four only a month ago. Uh, it's another season of what could have been for the challenges. And in that, it's a very typical Premier League season. And that it threw up all this intrigue and this kind of yep. like, oh, there's a chance these teams, you know, who aren't part of the established six can come in, break up the dominance. And then somehow... You wake up Monday morning and Liverpool are third and Chelsea are fourth and everything is normal. Yep. The only difference being Arsenal and Tottenham are shit. Well, only <laughs> difference? Come on, that sounds pretty true to form. It's been a while since Arsenal did anything of note in the Premier League. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. And Spurs ever. Like. I mean, in terms of top four. The last, yeah, whatever. Well, since, since City's money and yeah. 
Chelsea's consolidation of the four. Yeah. Those two have definitely slipped out. Uh, it's it was, no, what was surprising to me was that they both finished above Leeds in the end. I can't understand. We've won our last four games and somehow Arsenal have still <laughs> finished above us. Um, it's like yeah, it's well, into the contract. I mean, we'll, do a, we'll probably do a, a, like a bit of a Premier League wrap maybe next week where we go through our surprise packets for the year and stuff like that and where you thought people would finish. And, um, yes, the other best 11. I, yeah, so um, we can maybe talk a bit about those sides around the middle of the table and where we thought they might have finished instead next week. But Cool, yeah, I like that. Um, in terms of this table, there wasn't too much to get excited about last night. They tried. I tried getting into it, watching the goal rush, where they show the goals from each game. But just, you know, they try to big it up with the whole thing about um, every position on the Premier League table means different amounts of prize money. Mm. But it really isn't that exciting, you know. Doesn't mean that they much tried to. Fan. They tried to big it up, you know. It's like, oh, there's like a three million pound difference between finishing eleventh or twelfth. Like, who gives a fuck? Yeah. Three million at that level of football. Like, come <laughs> it's on. Literally, only the administrators are getting a hard on it's, from them. It's just more of them trying to big up. Nothing um, matches when there's yeah, there's nothing actually happening. Even you know? even a fight for the Champions League spots really only concerns the teams uh, of those supporters. Yeah, it does. Absolutely. Because for like as a Leeds and a former Arsenal fan, we're both fighting it out for ninth, eighth, seventh, tenth, or whatever. Uh, I couldn't give a fuck where st- we finished in in that. Group. No, but I st- I still think there's more interest in that than like you know, it's fine to build that, but trying to build interest over every fixture because they all mean something because of table positions and money is yeah. just like no one really gives a shit. That's fair. No, no that's, one's yeah. No one's no one's watching it like oh gee like. <laughs> I oh. hope 14th can beat 13th tonight <laughs> so that they get 3 million more. Like Southampton yeah. need a fourth goal in order no to jump this team on goal difference. No one's worried like. about it. <laughs> Do you have any final notes on the... Nah, not if we're going to break League. it down next season. That next season. Not if we're going to break it down next, next week. week. Yep. Yeah. That'll be fine. Okay. Oh, actually, I did have one little Premier League thing. Okay. You see Liverpool in the wake of the Super League scandal. Uh, their owners have agreed to fan representation on the board. and Who has? Liverpool. They have. Yeah, that was breaking this morning. So there's like a model that they're going to start mm. proposing and working with okay. in order to engage supporters, like a supporters board. And yep. they will attend board meetings on strategic, uh, strategic concerns involving fan involvement and engagement. A step in the right direction or is this just pandering? Uh, We'd have to wait and see how that pans out. I think clubs, it's probably just another fancy way of talking about how fans do have a voice. You know when they do those fan forum things where the oh, owner yeah. or like a, the chairman will go to like a... Yeah, they'll pass they go the to mic a, around. They go to an event at a pub and like fans get a chance to talk in the microphone and like ask questions about shit. Like, Hashtag Pierre went to the pub. Yeah. Like who cares? I don't know. Yeah, it's you have to wait and see whether they actually are genuine about it or not. They would need like literal voting rights. So they would need to be able to exercise a percentage of uh, decision-making on behalf of the fan groups and stuff Yeah. in order to actually have a stake in what happens. I think all the caveats have, they've already got, like it'll only be, they'll only be invited on things that concern the fans. Yeah. There's an argument that everything in a football club concerns the fans. It does. Uh, but should. this is sounding like they're going to try and pigeonhole yeah. maybe where so fans I think it's just are a, uh, physically. I don't know. It's a... How can we put something in place that'll shut some people up? Exactly. That's exactly what I think. The headline, so, the headline looks really good, but I think the outcome always, isn't there. We're always pretty sceptical on these sort of things, though. So 
the detail is always in the finer print. So yeah, I'll be pretty skeptical about it until I see otherwise. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, the notion's good though. It's nice to see the idea of fan. The only board. Yeah, absolutely. The only other thing I wanted to mention was uh, we've got this Europa Conference League thing. Yeah. I don't really know too much about it, but uh, looking at the tables and the teams that have finished in those positions, like uh, Tottenham finished in seventh, so they qualify for it. Um, in Italy, Roma qualify. If you look at somewhere like uh, in France, uh, Rennes qualify for this, Euro- what is it? The Europa Conference League. Okay. Um, honestly... I feel like this is just going to be a bunch of extra fixtures that are going to hurt a club. Like, there's... Depends on the prize money. There's not much money in the Europa League as it is. Yes. So how much money is there going to be in... Probably enough to cover travel and... Yeah. Is it going to be worth teams playing in this? No expenses. I don't know. I mean, there was a... A few years ago, teams um, opted out of the Europa League. Do you remember that? Because they were concerned with the money. I remember. There was a, there was a, I think there was one in particular that won the League Cup and we're like, no, 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 we don't want to compete. Let's not do this. Yeah. Um, I think you could see a similar thing happen here. I think You've just got to weigh it up, don't you? Especially across other leagues. Um, I mean, it's big news for uh, like the Russian League and for yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, the Turkish I'm, League and stuff like that. But even then, I'm not sure these clubs want to be... I wonder how much of the bill they're going to be footing for traveling around Europe. And then the... Like, we've seen the effect that playing Europa League can have on teams domestically. Oh, yeah. Just because of the extra fixtures. They don't have the squad debt. Like, um, Wolves really struggled. Um, Arguably Le- never Leicester, recovered. The season Leicester were in the Champions League. I know they wanted to play Champions League, but um, it hurt them domestically with the extra fixture load. Big time. So, I don't know if these, the squads with the lesser money, like someone like Rennes in France, um, they'll just struggle with those extra games that they're going to have to play. So, you could see it as... De- like detrimental rather than it's probably just detrimental to them and how much prestige comes out of winning a tournament like this especially if you end up finding yourself in like uh, a battle where you're mm, you know down, the, down the bottom trying to stay up do you want to be playing like in this glorified European competition just because you finished 7th or 8th yeah like, it's not it sounds like not. it's a mid-table Europa tier yeah it's a nonsense yeah Oh, I don't like it. I know nothing about it. I know nothing about it yet, but I, I already just feel like I don't like it just because of the, what it's going to be asking teams to do. Nope. I think you make a sturdy point there, mate. Yeah. I've just got one more Premier League question for you. Go on. Uh, as a Leicester City fan, would you have preferred a top four finish or a FA Cup triumph? Uh, oh... As a fan, mm-hmm. in the current context, probably top four yep. because there's opportunities to go and watch your team play Champions League next year in the stadium. True. This season, there wasn't a lot of opportunity to go. You couldn't really go. You couldn't go and enjoy the FA Cup run in the stadium until the final. That's fair. And even then, it was very few select fans. Do you like the way I've dodged around that? Yep. So that I don't shit on either competition. Very diplomatic. Very diplomatic, wasn't it? Right. What about as a player? You'd probably prefer the FA Cup, hey? As a player, yeah, you probably just want to lift the trophy. You get a medal. Yeah. No, I think that's a good answer. Yeah. All right. How did Germany go on the last day? Just as we wrap up Euro Blast. Didn't take too much notice. Highline scored some goals again. 
But uh, there wasn't really... I love the Highland song. <laughs> have you heard that? No. Oh, dude, we'll have to cut it in at the end of this episode. I'll find you a mean I'll have to cut it in? Yeah, no, the producer will do it. Me. Producer Sam. <laughs> um, <laughs> Talent producer and Googler. There really he's wasn't... A, uh, he's a triple threat. There wasn't much to worry about in the... Because uh, everything was decided, wasn't it? Yeah, except for the last Champions League spot. Oh, no, and... The, between oh, Wolfsburg and Frankfurt. And also the Europa Conference League spot yeah, as well. And the Europa Conference League spot, which... <laughs> Union Berlin got... They're another... They're a, a small oh, club. that's cool. They're a, they're a great club. That's a very, cool. like, fan-orientated club. Mm-hmm. Um. But yeah, I saw lots of like celebrations, like oh, you know, Union Berlin. It wasn't. It didn't seem to be coming from Union either. It was like from other parts of the media, like oh, Union Berlin are going to play European football for the first time. And like, yeah, the UEFA, I mean, the UEFA fanboy publications. How many other clubs have finished seventh before and they <laughs> celebrated? They haven't been able to celebrate playing European football. <laughs> you know, that's oh, dude. Actually, I saw this meme today. I don't know if it's true because obviously it was just on the internet. But there was a photo of Gabriel. This is sorry. We'll go back to the Premier League quick. Yeah, a photo okay. of Gabriel uh, during the Arsenal post-match celebrations. Lost a tooth out in the rain, looking for his tooth. Yeah, and the staff were out there helping him. He That's lost a unreal. Tooth. Yeah. What are they celebrating? Who? Arsenal. What do you mean? Why did they have post-match celebrations? I don't know if they were celebrations. That's just like I don't know why someone would write that. They probably weren't celebrating, or they were just doing the old like you know end of season having a drink together. He got know, he got pretty rowdy to lose a tooth. <laughs> Who said he lost it during the celebrations? They did. Yeah, whoever this journalist is. Who's that? You know, our ah, man Vashali. the ever reliable Vashali Badwaj. You've not heard from him. He <laughs> works for the London Metro. We might just leave that there. Ah. <laughs> uh, we got anything else? Did you want to talk about anything in Germany? Because there wasn't really anything. No, just uh, Lewandowski. Uh, I guess Lewandowski. Yeah, he did get the record. The he unbreakable record. Re- they said that would never I, be beaten. I can't believe there was a, such a big deal made about it last week about him not getting it when because it was one to go. Still had this game, which it's they won five? comfortably. Yeah. However, did you actually see the game? I saw Lever's goal. That was it. Well, they beat Augsburg five two. Hmm. Uh, Lewandowski didn't score until the ninetieth minute. To break that record, amazing. So there you go. And even then, it was like a, it was a, such a typical striker's goal. Tap yep. in, takes it around the keeper off a spilled ah, shot. There you go. They all count. They all count. They all count as one. Forty-one in twenty-nine games. Extraordinary. It, yeah, cemented himself as an icon of German football. He, if Who he wasn't, if he forever. wasn't already, if yeah, if not already, yep. that's that's his legacy. I'll never forget the. Um, did he score all four goals against Real Madrid? He did in that quarterfinal. Yeah, he did. In the quarterfinal of the Champions League. What a run. Um, yeah, there you go. Should we wrap it there? Yep. What a great great season in the end. Yep. I'm pretty happy all around, except for the Premier League, but what are you going to do? What are you going to do? Can't all be interesting, right? 